What is going on, everybody? It's a great day to have a great day. My name is Jared Block, NFL analyst for Roto Radar Daily Fantasy Sports, and today we are going to cover three building blocks that you need to know before you enter lineups for Green Bay Packers, Chicago Bears, Sunday night showdown. Before we get started, just want to give a quick shout out to our podcast sponsor, Underdog Fantasy. Thank you for keeping the lights on here. Uh, they are my preferred and our preferred website and platform to bet all things props. I love what I'm seeing out of the AJ Dillon, Aaron Jones side of things tonight. We'll cover that as well. Uh, but before we do that, obviously just want to give shout out to Underdog Fantasy. Use code RotoRadar to get a 100% deposit match up to $100. Again, code RotoRadar gets you a 100% deposit match up to $100. Thank you, Underdog Fantasy, for sponsoring this podcast. First things first, just want to talk about the Packers O-line, and that's going to be the first thing that we talk about, first building block on today's show. Uh, the Packers offensive line. Did not have any tackles play last week, and again, this is going to be a, a feature here for the next couple of building blocks and probably the next several Packers games if we get them on, on prime time anytime soon. Uh, but David Bakhtiari struggling. He hasn't played a game in like two years almost at this point, and I think that he might be cleared to go today, but it's uh, it's very, very questionable. I think that they might even let him kind of bounce back here as Packers are uh, 10 point favorites at home at Lambeau. I know that he would want to play. I'm sure that the uh, coaching staff is extremely, extremely curious to see how well he could actually go in this one, but they'll probably take a very cautious approach. Same thing goes for right tackle Elton Jenkins, who is still recovering from an ACL tear from last season. Uh, he did not play in week one as well. Uh, guard John Runyon is dealing with a concussion. So there's a potential, uh, another question mark there for the Green Bay Packers offensive line. And then, you know, you do have Josh Myers and Jake Hansen relatively healthy. They have Sean Ryan as a floater on the bench, but it's a scary thing. Um, the Bears interior is not as uh, strong and dominating as it once was. Uh, they lost quite a few guys in the offseason. And it's just one of those things where I think that they, you know, despite the Packers offensive line woes, they should be able to get the job done here. We're still out from, uh, getting the actual, um, the actual inactive list come 90 minutes before. So you're listening to this on Sunday morning or Sunday afternoon. Uh, we do not have those final injury reports just yet. Um, so let's move on and talk about the second building block here, Chicago's rain game. Now it was a very impressive win for the bears going up against that 49ers team last weekend, but how much can we actually take away from it? I don't think we can really take away anything. Uh, the, the rain was so bad. It was one of the worst weather games we've ever seen. Uh, we've seen obviously snow, but this whole rain game situation just basically made, uh, the game like a, a, a literally a backyard football, uh, high school, grade school type of game. Uh, it was disgusting. It was gross. I don't think it really applies to anything that we can say about this uh, game tonight in terms of fasting implications. So uh, that's just something I wanted to note at the top of the show, make it a building block. I think that Justin Fields is actually going to be able to do something here. Uh, this is, and, and it's not, it, there's two sides of the coin. One side it's is bad because this Packers defensive front uh, against this Chicago offensive front, while healthy, is still one of the biggest mismatches 
uh, D-line, O-line on the board that our team is covering. So I do think that they'll put a ton of pressure on Justin Fields, which will force him out of the pocket, and he should be able to scramble, which creates his awesome fantasy floor that we all love. So Justin Fields should be primed to be able to do that. And given the lack of the weapons everywhere else on the slate, both sides included, outside of the running backs for the Packers, Justin Fields pretty much you know, by default just ranks as one of the better uh, medium projection plays on the slate. So don't fade Justin Fields just because they are 10-point dogs on the road. Uh, third building block here, A.J. Dillon, Aaron Jones. I mentioned the offensive line for the Packers earlier. That doesn't really concern me when it comes to the workload of Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. This is going to be a 1A, 1B situation. It's going to be really frustrating at times during the season to see where the targets go, where the carries go, where the red zone, end zone touches are going to come from. Uh, I think that they'll both flip-flop. Last week, week one, A.J. Dillon scored the team's lone touchdown. He got the end zone carries. Uh, he also led the team in targets. Now, Alan Lazard is back, but I do expect the Packers to run this slow, very methodical, very uh, you know time-of-possession offense and just wear you down with A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones. So uh, I would suggest... Moving forward until we know clear about the situation, just keep rostering the both of them in both single game and showdown lineups. I think that that's the best way to go. Just just keep playing the both of them and see where it happened. Like I, it's not even a one or the other situation anymore. It's not like a DK Metcalf versus Tyler Lockett situation. It's literally just play both of them and go from there. So that's that's all I have to say there. Uh, Packers O-line, Chicago's run game, rain game, and then A.J. Dillon, Aaron Jones combo. That's going to do it for today's building blocks. Uh, we will see you off top of the leaderboards. Let's go do what we do. Go Pack, go. Go Pack, go.